from KMOX Sports. Okay, boys, here we go. Welcome to the Great Bar Sports Open Line. Those mid swings, and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. Great Bar, your distributor for electrical and data comm needs. Here we go. Now, Matt Pauley on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. All right, man, let's get going here. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Let's go. Only have you for about 20 minutes tonight as we are on the air with a Gray Bar Sports Open Line right here on KMOX. Great to have you with us. We'll talk a little blues hockey in our second segment. In our first segment, let's get right into it and talk some baseball as we know who the MVPs are as Shohei Otani and Ronald Acuna Jr. Unanimous choices for the AL and NL MVP awards, respectively, as award sending coming out, award season coming out of baseball season uh, does continue on. And uh, not much of a surprise here. Occasionally, you'll get the people out there that are trying to convince you why somebody who obviously should win an award shouldn't win that award. And we got that a little bit, but uh, it was pretty easy, obviously, for the voters as you get two unanimous selections. Shohei Otani getting a unanimous MVP uh, for a second time in his career. So uh, that's where we're at right now. And uh, that's one of the final things that has to happen, kind of connected to last season as we continue to move forward into uh, next season. Yesterday, we talked about the Cy Young Award winners uh, with Blake Snell and Garrett Cole winning those. And, you know, Sonny Gray came in second yesterday in the American League. Uh, it The Cardinals are going to be connected to... Uh, Blake Snell, I think a little bit. I don't think he's going to end up as a Cardinal, but uh, and then they're they're clearly going to be connected to Sonny Gray. So uh, some guys who had good results in the uh, Cy Young Award voting yesterday uh, definitely will be connected to the Cardinals. Uh, not quite as much when it comes to uh, what went on uh, with the MVP, although uh, the you sometimes wonder like how narratives, how stories, how social media trends get started. Today it was trending of the idea of Shohei Otani becoming a Chicago Cub. And uh, Kevin Wheeler and I talked about this a little bit during our 515 Sports during Total Information PM. When the baseball season ended, I thought there was like a 95% chance that it was going to be the Dodgers that he would go to, and then maybe a 3 or 4% chance that it was the Cubs, and then a 1% or 2% chance that a team like the Giants or the Mariners could sweep in and uh, and get Shohei Otani. I've come off that a little bit. I still think I still think the Dodgers are the team that he ends up on, but I don't know what my percentage is at, whether it's 70%, 80%. Uh, and the team that I think all of a sudden does have a puncher's chance is the Chicago Cubs. And that would that would kind of complete their offseason, even just in terms of the buzz that they need between bringing in Craig Council and then if they follow that up with Shohei Otani, I don't mean it would finish it off in terms of the work that they would need to do, but in terms of the buzz that they would want to create in Chicago, that would do it. The combination of uh, bringing in a new manager and paying him more than basically any manager has ever made before and then bringing in a guy who's Coming off an MVP season once again, that would uh, that would certainly make people pay attention to what's going on in Chicago with the Cubs. I, I don't know if it's going to happen or not. Again, I lean no. I still have. I still think it's more than a fifty percent chance that he ends up with the Dodgers. 
But if he does end up in Chicago, it's it's just not going to shock me. I'm not going to be overly surprised. I think they've got a legitimate shot to uh, to sign him. I was listening to uh, Jed Hoyer, their president of baseball operations. He was doing a radio interview in Chicago that I heard uh, yesterday or the day before, and, and they asked. He was asked very specifically about Otani. He wouldn't really comment on his free agent status this year, but he would discuss the meeting that they had a few years back uh, before he ended up going with the Angels and just how good of a meeting that was and how much everybody kind of liked each other. And I just feel like there's a little bit of momentum. There seems to be some familiarity uh, between him and, and some of the members of the Cubs front office. So that would obviously impact the NL Central in a really, really big way. And in some ways, like, we would see what would end up happening, but in some ways, maybe that could be a good thing for the Cardinals. Not good in the sense that they'd be sharing a division with Shohei Otani, but good in the sense that if if the organization is going into the offseason saying, first things first, you have to build a roster that is able to win the NL Central. Well, if other teams in the NL Central are getting better, and clearly, if the Cubs had Shohei Otani, they would be better. If if that's the mindset of the Cardinals, it might up the ante a little bit where they got to do more than maybe they were expecting to do because they're keeping up with the Joneses. That's something that when we talk about payroll, I bring it up all the time, and I'm not trying to, to beat a dead horse here. But the idea, I'm, I'm not so worried about what the team's overall payroll is going to look like. I'm more concerned about the payroll ranking and uh, the payroll ranking is largely dependent upon what other teams are doing and how much other teams are spending. It's completely dependent upon that. And I know that's an uncomfortable thing for the Cardinals because as a, as a team, any business that has expenditures, you go into your time of spending with the idea that you're going to spend X amount of dollars. Well, in professional sports, especially in baseball where there's no salary cap, you can say that. But then if you're competing with other people all of a sudden and you say to yourself, well, we want to be a top 10 payroll, a top eight payroll, whatever it might be. Well, if you say that to yourself and all those teams in the top 10, the top eight, if all those teams are going to uh, spend more money than you are expecting them to spend, you're going to have to spend more money. So in in many ways, iron sharpens iron when you're trying to compete because if the if the team that you're competing against does something, you've got to be able to answer. So that would be the one positive. But overall, you'd probably just rather Shohei Otani uh, stay somewhere out west. And uh, it'd be great if he stayed in the American League. I don't know if that's going to happen. I bet he ends up with the Dodgers. But it feels like the Cubs do have at least a, a puncher's chance for that to be able to happen. All right, we'll take a break. And when we come back, we'll talk some uh, Blues hockey as they are set to uh, hit the road. Actually, they're on the road. They are set to play a game on the road tonight as they open up a four-game trip out west. We'll hear a little bit from uh, head coach Craig Berube. We'll do that coming up in just a moment and wrap up this very short edition of a Graybar Sports Open Line on KMOX. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. 
Back at it on a Gravar Sports Open line here on KMOX. I'll tell you what, it is a busy sports time. We've got Thursday night football tonight. Good game as the Bengals and the Ravens are going to match up against each other in Baltimore tonight. And then we're going to have some afternoon basketball tomorrow here on KMOX as SLU is going to take on Vermont. That's after uh, they get a win earlier today, defeating Wyoming. That's a really good win for the Billikens, 79-69 to over Wyoming earlier today. They are led by uh, Sincere Parker, 9 of 18 shooting. He finishes with 22 points, comes up just uh, two rebounds short of a double-double. Uh, so good day all the way around for the Billikens, and now they're going to match up against Vermont tomorrow. They'll take Saturday off, and then they'll wrap up this three-game tournament coming up on Sunday Tomorrow's game is going to start at 11 in the morning, so our pregame coverage will begin at 10.45. Hope you join us for uh, Billikens basketball tomorrow. And uh, we're also going to be rooting for uh, SLU women's soccer tomorrow. Their second round NCAA tournament matchup taking place uh, in uh, college, not College Station, State College, Pennsylvania, home of Penn State. And they're going to match up against Georgetown. That's coming up tomorrow afternoon. So by the time we're on the air tomorrow uh, with Sports Open Line, we'll have another SLU basketball result and we'll have a slew women's soccer result to be able to talk about. We'll also talk Blues hockey tomorrow because they play tonight. They are opening up a four-game West Coast road trip, and they begin uh, tonight matched up against the San Jose Sharks. A San Jose team, they're not very good. The Sharks are 2-13-1. The Blues are now 8-5-1 as they're on a bit of a roll right now. They've won three in a row and five of their last six. It feels good right now. There's going to be up moments of the season. There's going to be down moments of the season. But you want to extend the up moments for as long as you possibly can. And we'll see what the Blues can do here on this West Coast road trip. I think tonight's game is important because if you play a bad San Jose team and it's the final game of this trip, Maybe you get tripped up a little bit just because you've been on a a long trip. Having them as the first game and trying to get a win where you win tonight and then all of a sudden that puts you in a position where if you can just win one of these next three, then you can uh, win at least two games on this road trip and you feel like at that point uh, it's going to be successful. So you look at the records. More specifically, you look at San Jose's record. 2-13-1. They're not very good. What did head coach Craig Berube have to say about his opponent tonight? Well, listen, like just watching on film, uh, they're working extremely hard. I mean, um, it's not a lack of effort there. Great work ethic. They, they play they play hard and physical. Um, a lot of puck pressure everywhere. So we're going to be on our toes. We got to have a we got to come out there and think about working before our skill and play with good structure here tonight. Can it be difficult to, to kind of get that message across when you you have a team that's not playing maybe their, their best over there? Well, the bottom line is you can't take any team lightly in this league. Um, they're all good teams. And, again, we just got to keep doing what we've been doing, um, come out and start well, do the right things. You know, again, put the work in, uh, make sure we're working. Um, and, again, it's going to come down to a lot of the little things tonight, details and things like that what you're doing with the puck and where you're placing it and how we're defending and working. Uh, so that's what it's going to boil down to. Joel Hofer expected to start in goal tonight for the Blues against the Sharks. And maybe this is a game, I don't think we learn anything about the Blues really from a positive standpoint tonight. And you just hope that you don't learn anything about them from a negative standpoint. As many wins as they've been able to stack up lately, this isn't exactly a team that should be overlooking opponents. And you heard it in what Craig Berube just had to say. 
He's not overlooking an opponent. You never should overlook an opponent uh, at any point in the season. And the Blues just aren't at a place right now, even as well as they've been playing recently, that they can look at a team with a 2-13-1 record and feel like they're just going to be able to lace up the skates and, and be good to pick up a win. So the idea of just continuing to work hard is a really important thing of what Barubi had to say. And it's a simple thing, but it's an important thing. You don't want to let up. You don't want to lose your edge. It feels like as the Blues have been on this streak of winning three in a row and losing, uh, winning three in a row and winning five of their last six, a lot of that has been connected to them doing the small things, the things that don't show up on the stat sheet at the end of the game, and being able to do those things pretty consistently. And that adds up to some wins. That adds up to some goal scoring. They've scored a lot of goals here over the course of the last six games or so. And uh, Barubi did say when speaking today that he really believes that hard work is a big part of the Blues' identity. We wanted to come in this year and um, really, you know, be a working team, you know, a harder team than we were last year. Uh, that starts with four check for me and playing good defense, you know, and I think that's kind of where we're at right now. We're really pushing that identity of being a hard working team, a, a hard four checking team, you know, a responsible team defensively, but as, as five man units, you know. Um, I find that when we're playing our best hockey, I see numbers in all zones. Yeah, you know, he talks about the defense and the goal scoring that this team has had recently has probably taken the headlines because we didn't we knew that if this team was going to be good this year, it was going to be based off their ability to score goals. But we also knew that this team was going to have to really take a step forward from a defensive standpoint, and it feels like they absolutely are doing that. And, and you know, Tory Krug has been somebody that's been talked about a lot lately, and rightfully so. He's put together uh, a really good run here. Uh, he's on that second defensive pairing with Justin Falk, the top one, Letty and Pareko, and then the third defensive pairing has Marco Scandella and Scott Pernovich. And uh, Barubi specifically today talked about Pernovich and what he has been able to do recently. He's been solid. Um, to me, he's using his feet really well and his stick, and you know that's how he has to defend. And the other thing is he's making good plays out of our zone, so he's not defending. Um, so his gaps have been good through the neutral zone, and um, he's got to continue to do that. And for him on the offensive side, is this, you can see the production coming, the, the plays he makes, the creativity. Is that something you see on the way? Yeah, for sure. I mean, offensively, he's going to create and do his thing. Um, that's natural for him, you know. That comes naturally for him. So, uh, you know, I'm not too worried about that side of it. He'll he'll create and do the things that he does because of his ability to make plays and see the ice. That is Blues coach Craig Berube. It's the Blues and the Sharks tonight in San Jose. They're going to be dropping the puck at about nine o'clock this evening here on KMOX. We've got Thursday night football for you. Good. The AFC North is so good. Uh, There is a legitimate possibility that all four teams from the AFC North make it into the playoffs this year. So good matchup tonight. The Bengals and the Ravens are going to play against each other. Kickoff is scheduled for about 45 minutes from now, but we got pregame coverage first. It is from Westwood One Sports. It's Thursday night football, and our coverage begins in one minute right here on KMOX. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. 
watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.